And now, live from Tiny Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian who celebrates her successful stand-up tours by throwing old homeless ladies in jail. It's Jenna Kim Jones. He's an Eagle Scout who follows all the rules, except your rules, toothbrushes. It's Alan Moss. And he's a comedian, writer, and Ren Faire zipliner. It's Jordan Morris. Chef Jeff is here to make tiramisu with extra tears. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little marshmallows. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I'd like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Jordan Morris. Hi, it's good. Uh, it's good to be here. Oh my God, the comedy's already started. <laughs> good. What? If, it's good to be here. <laughs> I don't know. Wait to hear. What, what words was I? Com- what words were I combining? I'm glad to be here. I'm glad. There you go. Good. Glad. That, good. Yeah. yeah. Glad. There, there we go. Is. Hello good. and welcome back. My Jenna. shrooms are just kicking in. By the way, <laughs> so I am. I'm going to be real weird this episode. <laughs> Hi. Hello, Al. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Oh, you know what? We got to start over. I forgot to use the uh, new uh, theme song intro. Allison Rosen, she knows the fun will never end. Allison, I, yeah, 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 yeah. That's way better. Andy Kindler. <laughs> oh, my God. He actually oh, used to be good. a musician. Really? I don't know if he sang though. <laughs> uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he? He did, he did even no. more than that, didn't he? I did the home. Think about Kindler as he's doing that on stage now. <laughs> that is now part of the act. <laughs> no one knows what the hell he's doing. I know, yeah. but hey, free promotion, you know. Sure. As long as. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even continue with this Getting bit, but I'm not sure. Yeah, what the bit is. Um, okay, so lots of stuff to get to. I need to hear all about Jenna's trip. All right. I need to catch up with Jordan. More stuff, but first, and, and the the whole drama that we teased last week. I know you talked about it on your show. Oh yeah. But we need to hear that story. But first, the thing that I personally am dying to know. You had your big scan where you find out what you're having. Yes. And the baby has all of its arms and legs and toes and fingers and a few of the other important things. And it's... Wait. I feel like... (laughs) Okay, wait. What? I feel like we should all guess first. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is not a what does Al know. Al knows. He He definitely knows. knows. He was there. I think it's a girl. Is it my turn? Yes. Um, I think that the baby doesn't think gender is a binary, <laughs> and um, it's just uh, it's just going to be fluid and decide uh, how he or she or they feel oh, in the moment. That's beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Cool. You know, it's I'm interesting that they, the medical community, calls it gen. They say the gender of your baby, not the sex of your baby, and yet gender is the chosen what you choose. Yeah. So huh. anyway. Daniel. Someone write a think piece, quick. <laughs> Go quick, get think, to medium.com. I've long thought it was going to be a girl. Okay. But I'm probably wrong. Yeah, you've kind of always towed that line. I've towed the yeah. line. Yep. Jeff. I, I think it's going to be a boy. 
Someone had to say boy. And, and drum roll. I'll just keep this going longer. It's Wait. a, it's oh, a no. big baby. <laughs> and it out. weighs a lot and is very long. So they, my due date is actually September 30th now it, instead of October 7th. Wow. That's yeah. right. A week ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is what I sus- suspected. What does length of baby have to do with that? Because you mentioned it was Absolutely a long baby. Nothing. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah. Well, other than they say, like, by six weeks, it should be this long. By right. Yeah. It's ahead of the game. It be that okay. Long. Yeah. So now I will really announce we are having a girl. Yes. Yay. I knew it. Yeah. Yes, we I are. Congratulations. Thank Congrats. you. Thank How do you, you feel? That's awesome. Uh, I feel excited for various reasons. One, I feel like it's going to be fun for Sam to have a little sister so close to her age. I also feel like we don't have to buy anything. <laughs> so that's yes. a really exciting nice, thing yeah. as well. We're like ready. Just bring this baby in. Big deal. Right. We, you probably didn't even pack up the old stuff. We No, it's just in bags, like three month old, six month. It's so easy now. It's all organized. So Fantastic. that's exciting. And yeah, I think I've wrapped my brain around it. My mom was 100% sure it was a boy for the, so for the full like two weeks I was with her, um, these last couple of weeks, she like constantly was calling it he. I'm so excited <laughs> for this baby boy. <laughs> so there was a little bit of like, oh, it's a girl for like a split second of like, oh, you felt that or she did. I felt that. Mm. And then I called her and told her and she's like, just so you know, I've never guessed right ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, cool. It's probably okay. a good sign Great. that it's it yeah. actually a girl. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, now, what was she basing not that on? Like where you were carrying? No, just a complete out just of the mom thin wave, air. Just, yeah, yeah. Mother's intuition that's not <laughs> accurate at all. Just a feeling. Just that she wanted kind of, yeah. well, she had a girl and then a boy. So okay. I think there, there was, was a, a little no storm that. after the first of May. So <laughs> that's it's a true. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Do you guys have? Do you have names? Because you're. I know Samantha was like your only choice for Samantha, right? I have one girl name in mind, and I did run it by Al, and he was kind of on board. So we're sitting on that one for a while, and then if we decide to change it up, we'll we'll get there. Pune Basserpoo. <laughs> oh, that is that's, it. That's <laughs> How did you know? Second, a close second. <laughs> That is the name of a girl that I went to high school with. Oh, my gosh. And I looked her up, and she's still around. Hmm. I mean, of course she is, but... <laughs> wow. She's changed She's not died. Good news. Um, I guess it's easy to find the obituary if she did die. It would just come you up You know, I find oftentimes I'll Google someone, and, and an obit will come up, and I'll be like, oh, no. And mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, live from 1890 right. to 1930. Yeah. Well, that's that would be sad. 1960. Let's give them a good long... 1970. That works. That's a real long life. Yeah, especially especially for, born for that century. Then, yeah. yeah, I know. You avoided scarlet fever and right <laughs> all that all that nasty turn of the century stuff. What else was there to avoid? Um, the industrial revolution, sure. the Polio. Kaiser. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a concern. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean that's about it. Really, Other stuff <laughs> getting hit by yeah. a train, tightness. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> scurvy if Hepatitis. you're on a boat. <laughs> Falling out of a Zeppelin. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Having been on the Titanic. Opium overdose. These are all old yes. time concerns. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Whooping cough. That's right. Yeah. That one's coming back, I think. Is it? Well, I had to get a Is it because of Jenny McCarthy? Yes. Okay. I believe it yeah. is. Okay. It is. Yeah. Jenny um, McCarthy. I would like it would be great if Jenny McCarthy was solely responsible for some sort of new outbreak. But I think that there are... I, I think essentially she is. I mean, in a roundabout way, yeah. it oh, yeah, does definitely sure. come back to her a lot. <laughs> right. Is, is whooping cough 
consumption? No, that's tuberculosis, that's I believe. Mm-hmm. Um. You guys want to hear about a funny billboard I saw on the way over? Yes, please. Yeah, and do. this is basically all I have going on. So <laughs> wait, after I should... talk about this funny billboard, we have caught up. Wait, we should we should save this for billboard talk. <laughs> oh, is that, a, is that a segment now? I've been on yep. in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a billboard for The Mummy, the new Tom yeah. Cruise Mummy oh, yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it says The Mummy, and then the time period that it's coming out, it just has summer but all the font is the same, so it looks like there's a movie called The Mummy Summer. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it's, it sounds like a fun coming-of-age drama. It really does. And <laughs> not a supernatural mummy horror It was the movie. summer that you fell in love with a mummy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we everyone from, remembers from their mummy summer. Two different worlds. <laughs> yeah. She was alive. He was not. Yeah. <laughs> he was a pharaoh from the... 6th century BC. And she was a cheerleader. So obviously, <laughs> you know, opposites attract. Opposites attract. <laughs> I'm in. Um I was okay. going to make a joke about how the mummy um broke off a finger in her when he tried to finger her <laughs> under the bleachers, but then I decided not it's to. Good. We love the concept <laughs> because we've done so much baby <laughs> talking. Anyway. That's okay. Yeah. We can we the pendulum swings from baby to mummy fingers. Okay, okay, good. I'm glad I'm glad we have that scope on the show. We really do. But I didn't do it, so maybe we'll come back to it later. Yeah. Anyway. Well, keep it in your pocket. I will. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm having an off night. I can feel it already. I think we're gonna get back on track. Do you? Because I was going to talk about my baby crying, which is going to definitely take us off track. No, let's hear about it. All right. Because I, I have not been here since baby. Yeah. Mm. I've only been here pre-baby. Does it seem so different? So it's a whole new world. Well, yeah, someone there's took- baby out, some, shit everywhere. There's baby shit everywhere. Someone <laughs> took Wendy away as I was coming in. Oh, is that new? That, that's Yeah, new. that's a when. That's not because of baby, though. That's just, uh, I t- try to schedule a Wendy walk for when we record, because oh. she likes to- to bark and sure. she's really the the seventh member of the show. And there's 33 percent more Rosenquances around the house now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you notice that? I did, honey. I thought the dining room was the seventh member. Oh, it is. Yeah, and New York is the eighth. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, New York's kind of a character in the show. Really? Even no yeah. one on the show lives there. Yeah, just that vibe. The city's so alive. Definitely. The bars are open till four. <laughs> there should be a quiz, a Thursday gang quiz, which is like. Like, you know, are you an Allison? Are you a Daniel? Ooh, are yeah. you a Jenna? Oh, I've like actually that. thought of Get writing it. Get on that it. BuzzFeed. Yes, mm-hmm. that's who should do it. Because I don't have time. I, so, my office we my office was super obsessed with Big Little Lies. Oh, uh, I got pretty mm-hmm. into that. Yeah, me too. I, I, I kind of got on board just because it was more like, oh, that's kind of the office show at the moment. Everybody's watching that, so I'll watch so I can like be, you know, in the in the chatter on Monday morning. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm super into Big Little Lies. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Um, but so everybody in the office took the big little lies. Which one are you quiz? Oh, but it was very unscientific. It just said, it was just like, which car do you want? And it showed four of their cars and you clicked on it. It was like not philosophical <laughs> at all. It was just so big. Like, very little which, science goes into Which these. guy do you want to be married to? And then it showed all four of their husbands. Anyway, I was well, Laura that- Dern. <laughs> <laughs> I would have guessed that. Yeah, I'm a real Laura Dern I wonder Dern which one I am. Maybe I, I'll be Laura Dern too. There's you know no. there's enough there's enough Laura Dern to go around. Many people only well only two people can be her. There's maybe more Yeah. There's are the are, are the options Laura Dern, Reese Witherspoon, Shailene Woodley and is there another one? Nicole Kidman. Zoe Kravitz. And Nicole Kidman. Yeah. yeah and Zoe oh, and Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. Yeah, I think those were the options. I want to be Zoe but I I'm sure I'm more no. of a Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I think mm. you could be a Shailene Woodley. 
Thanks. Yeah. I want to project that vibe, but I don't, I, I'm probably the one that's like pretty up. You drive around smoking a joint and listening to 90s, 90s uh, Riot Girl music, right? That does sound like me. That is kind of your vibe. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did everybody watch Big Little Lies? No. Yes. No. No. <laughs> it's half and half here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then let's continue talking about it for another 60 minutes. Yeah, really? <laughs> not only has not everybody seen it, but it's also kind of an old show at this point. We, I watched, I'll just say this. I watched it begrudgingly Please. and then I got into it super, super quickly. Yeah. It's pretty good. If you need something to watch that you, you want to watch the next one. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah, we, we do that. need yeah. things to watch. And it's, watch it's it. short enough where... You know, you can get through it in a couple of days. And mm-hmm. the final episode nice. was upon me so fast. I don't think I've even heard of it. Is it? It's HBO. What channel? Oh, it's HBO. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, what I'm not watching though, and I'm telling everyone I'm not watching it. Good. Tell us. Handmaid's Tale. Oh, me either. Oh, I don't have the Hulu. Have you? Have, I, w- I watched the I first watched episode and I couldn't go me, for, forward with it. Same. I watched the it was first one. Too se- upsetting. And it was like, what's ha- like? What's the point of this? Like, I didn't get into it. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't get excited about the drama of it because I'm like, this is just not, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I actually could get into it, but it affected me too deeply. So I said, I'm going to save yeah. my peace of mind and not continue. It's, I found it very upsetting. Yeah, because it is. But then it I is keep a, reading it, articles about it's it. It's about a world where women are oppressed. Mm-hmm. Very uh, much so. And that there's bonnets involved. That's basically all I know. Mm-hmm. And Peggy. Yeah. Peggy the, is also there. It's mostly about the bonnets. Okay. It's about the bonnets. Well, and, actually, and Peggy. a surprising amount of bonnet talk in that show, actually. Yeah. They call I them bet, wings. Yeah. I bet there are, like... I mean, men, some women, probably also primarily men who are like bonnet fetishists who are like, ah, finally, a show for me. <laughs> we just oh, had to interesting. trade our Amish fan art online. But now, we, now we have a show. <laughs> finally, <laughs> equal time. It's been, a, it's been a real desert since The Flying Nun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now I guess that, yeah, one of those shows that people like came of age during The Flying Nun <laughs> yeah. and it imprinted on their sexuality <laughs> so hard. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. So what I was going to say is yes. he's been um, he's been fussy on and off for his whole short little life. Mm-hmm. Not incredibly, but the last couple days. Medium fussy. Yeah. Mead fuss. Okay. That's how. I don't, I don't have a lot of time, you know. <laughs> you abbreviate medium. <laughs> That's right. So. You were kind of pointing your hands at me when you said that night. I was. Since we were jumping back in, I was like, is she talking about me? Oh. He's been, been, fussy, you've been for pretty fussy. Little, fussy for my yeah. short little life. Yeah. I wouldn't call your life a short little life, though. Do you want, do you <laughs> want your binky? I can he do. <laughs> just, just meat fuss. Do you want some num-nums? <laughs> just, just colicky. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Just or dr- maybe he's going through a devel- developmental phase. We Could don't be. know. Could be. Just drive me around the car and I'll fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but the last day or two, it's really ramped up where it seems like something's hurting him and like he'll be really upset and then he'll burp and fart and he'll feel better okay. like all of us sure and he really yeah. is a tiny little person but the pitch of the i don't know i don't know if it's the pitch of the crime i don't know what it is but for some reason i'm finding it like very hard to not feel torn apart by his scream crying yeah and I was recording a podcast yesterday, and he was in his room with the babysitter, who's really good with him. But I and I had the headphones on, but I could hear that he was freaking out. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Is that also Kindler? <laughs> no, I think that's Daniel. That's Daniel. That's good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Isn't it just tearing you apart? I know. I just want to throw off the headphones and, and flip over Daniel. this table and, and burp Daniel. It burped, Daniel. yeah. <laughs> just drive him around in the car for a little bit. I, uh, I, Raffi. I wouldn't say no. So it, <laughs> Might be it, a nice evening. Yeah. It was hard to continue podcasting because I just felt like every fiber of my being was like, you need to go yeah. take, go to your baby. And the weird thing, though, is that I didn't feel that up to this point. Not like I was cool with him crying, but it didn't. It's having this visceral effect on me that for some reason it wasn't having up till now. And I don't know if that's just that, like, he's three and a half months and I've now been a mother for three and a half months and something changed in me or if his crying changed. I don't know. Or maybe it's just that with newborns, they kind of cry on and off and you just know that. But, um, I imagine this is how it is forever from now on. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's horrible when they when they're in pain. It just makes you just crazy. Yeah, Jenna, what would you say was the fussiness level of your baby? Mead fuss or oh, upper I, mead fuss? <laughs> Low yeah. fuss? High no, fuss. extreme. High fuss? I don't know. Yeah, high. is there fuss. what's beyond high? Extreme yeah. fuss. Maximum max extreme. Fuss. Max, max, max extreme high. Fuss. Max yeah. fuss. That's the network you're on. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an offshoot. It's just podcast. It's just whining podcast. <laughs> Not that far away from ours. But yeah, no, she was terrible for like seven months, and then she all of a sudden like got cool. Chilled out. Yeah. Starts, started smoking months. weed. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. She's a Shailene. Yeah, it's a real Shailene. <laughs> and then the other thing I was thinking, and then I want to hear about the homeless lady. Oh, you got it. Uh, okay. Um I was I was bouncing my mead fuss child on yeah. the ball because mm-hmm. that calms him down. And I was like just like a yoga ball? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is that is the ball. Uh and I was thinking just Sort of my mind was wandering. I was thinking about podcasting and podcasters. And then I was thinking about this podcaster that I like who's doing um, kind of a like a thing that I think will appeal. The people who will like it will really like it, but I don't think it's got like mass appeal. And then I was thinking, but I like, or maybe I'm wrong, you know, and then what, what if she were to like get a radio show out of this? And then I started thinking about like, well, how many, you know, am I doing something that appeals to like a lot of people or is it more of like a, a niche kind of thing? Cause I know that the people who like it really like it. And then I was just like, how can I like get to the broadest group of people and how can I reach the highest heights? And like this just crazy surge of ambition surrounding everything I'm doing. Right. And this like more, everything's got to be like, no matter what I'm doing, it has to be more. It has to be, I have to be more successful. There has to be more people listening to it. It has to be more well-known. It has to be more middle fingers in the face of anyone who ever doubted me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I started thinking, why? Like there's some, (laughs) this thing where, because cause that's sort of the energy behind everything I do in my life. Right. I mean, it waxes and wanes, but in general, that's the like, it's o- like more is always better. And for and yet, if someone had an attitude of more is better in terms of um, acquiring material items, I would think that's kind of shallow. And there's more to life than just having more handbags and more square footage mm-hmm. and all that. And yet I realized this more, more, more thing that I might, think is like an empty pursuit for someone else when it comes to material items or how many sales they make or whatever i'm doing the equivalent with with podcasting or with entertainment or whatever like that i have that too it's just the the pursuit of more for the sake of more um and i started thinking like wouldn't it felt kind of like an epiphany 
wouldn't that be cool <laughs> if I could just be happy? Well, this sounds like an epiphany and a cliche. Mm -hmm. Just be happy with what I have. Right. <laughs> like, why must I, why, why must there be this push to more when like, I'm doing pretty well right now. Sure. Um, I mean, of course, like you always want to be pushing forward and you want to be growing artistically and all that. And I think that's one thing. But I think this thing of like just more success just for the sake of it is uh, something that will drive one insane. And because mm. I think that like it's one thing as a performer to want to create something and express yourself and 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 be creative and make something you're proud of. And it's another to just want success for the sake of success, which I think is about this. And it always changes who the people, this is like admitting something like gross that I think is pretty common, but like it changes who the people are that I'm trying to prove myself to. Sure. But it's always like someone, you know, for the longest time it was like, I'm going to show those girls from seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, at a certain point they requested my friendship on Facebook and I was thinking, like this this moment yeah. where they wanted to be friends, my friends one, on Facebook. While you were off, while you were studying, they were off making out with mummies. With mummies, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They always had mummy <laughs> All summers. All the hot mum. Yeah, I never had that mummy summer because I was too busy at space right. camp. Well, they didn't invite me on their mummy summer outings. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah, I'm you yeah. just you I wasn't deserve, cool you enough. Deserve a mummy summer. Thank you. You had that werewolf winter. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had so many werewolf yeah. winters. I was Which, trying to make up for lost you know, mummy ideal, summers. It's not ideal, yeah. but it's, it's, a, it's a close second. Um, I think I was just going to say that by the time that these girls from seventh grade were, you know, wanting to be friends with me many years, I think because they had like seen me on something yeah. or heard of me or whatever, it was like, oh, this is a moment that for so many years I would have wanted and now it's empty because, right. not empty, but doesn't doesn't move the needle really because I'm really thankfully beyond that. But there still always are some group of people where it's like, I have to show them that I'm, and it's like, for the most part, most people just think about themselves anyway. Like it's not that important. Sure, to, people are probably not considering you as much as you think that right. they are. No, everyone is, I feel like everyone's looking over there. Is there something over there? No. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just, noticed. The, the, it's the space you look at when you think. No, I know. I was, I, as I was talking, I noticed the cute little baby bed and I thought to oh. myself, that's a cute little baby bed. <laughs> Thank you. So there you go. That yeah. was my thought process. What, um, yeah. What do you guys, are you guys um, cursed with this more, more, moreness when it comes to career stuff? And what do you think about that? For me, it ebbs and flows. And sometimes I find myself doing that a little bit, but I, I've also tried, and I this is me trying, but I've tried to set goals in my career where I know like that ultimately will make me happy. Mm -hmm. um, so I try not to focus on like the more, 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 but more of like, what's something I could do this year that I would find really fulfilling that I could put out into the world, you know, and I found when I do that and I focus on things that I'm excited about and that I want to do, then the return is much more satisfying more than tangible. just wanting more, 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 I guess. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've think, I mean, I think we all fall into that trap sometimes into that mindset of like, if I could just have more listeners or more fans or more followers, it would be so be much more easier. more well known. Right. Be like hit this level right. of whatever. Yeah, it's easy to go there. But I think for me, what I've tried to do, like I said, is just set goals where I feel like this will make me happier. And it definitely falls into like, I'm being creative, I'm doing something fun. And then I have always found that when I do that, 
I'm so much happier with the return. Like mm-hmm. someone enjoyed it or I learned something or I actually accomplished a goal that I set, you know, like making it a little more concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause the more, more, more thing sets you up for no matter where you are, there's always something right. beyond that. Mm-hmm. But, oh, go ahead, Al. Well, I was going to say, I also think that there's a certain amount of patience that's required that the up and coming generation fails to realize that like I love the show behind the music and learning about people who've like say that they've made it and like I hooting the blowfish toured for 10 years with no fans. And then they got their first record deal. No I remember doubt. that. And from, now they are still touring with well, no fans. Like, I remember that from, they are from back, behind back the to music. Where they started. And I'm I sure thought like, cause I was in bands and I thought like, we're going to make it and we're going to like go and play shows and be somebody. And then I went like, they toured for 10 years and that's all they got. I'm not doing this. I don't care mm, enough about yeah, it. Yeah. And so people go like, they find one position and think like, okay, I got to move to the next. And you're like, no, you got to be there three to five years and then you get to move and you can do something else. And so a lot of it I think is patience Yeah. of like, you have a couple months where you're down, but like in the grand scheme, it doesn't matter. You just got to keep going through and gain the experience so that you can keep growing and getting, you know, bigger and better or whatever. So. Right. Right. I think something that's interesting about this issue, uh, regarding podcasting is they think that i mean you know uh, i sympathize as someone who has a uh uh well liked amongst its fans but not huge chatty podcast um <laughs> you know you you're like okay well yes i have this very very nice group of fans who i like a lot um a little bit of money comes in from it it's worth doing i like it i like my co-hosts slash co-hosts um but i think when you know, we probably started around the same time-ish. And I think when we did, like, podcasting was this thing that, like, was only for super nerds. Like, it was, <laughs> you know, I think the thing that I say about it is, like, when we started, it was it was us, Mac Tips, and Harry Potter fan fiction. And that was the only things that podcasted. You guys started a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, but now it is this thing that sells out theaters and mm-hmm. tours and is written about in newspapers. And I think that, you know... Before, like, what was the, you know, the highest podcasting honor was, like, the front page of iTunes. <laughs> right. Uh, which, if iTunes is listening, please put Jordan Jesse Go on the front page of iTunes. <laughs> we would love it. Uh, but, yeah, now it seems like, you know, the the world of that has opened up a mm-hmm. little bit. And I think it's it's not shallow to say, like, oh, I, I would like someone to write about my podcast in yeah. an intelligent way. And I would like to reach the people that, you know... Uh, the Mark Marins of the world are reaching. So yeah, or I think the my favorite murder, and I love oh, the boy, I love yeah, them, sure. and not, I don't begrudge them anything. But they sold out the Beacon Theater, which is huge. Yeah, no, I know it is amazing to see these Whoa. these shows like right with people who we know like and I like mean, yeah. yeah um yeah and like doing these huge things and it's mm-hmm. like before that just like wasn't a thing that a podcast mm-hmm. did, but now it is, mm-hmm. and I think it's reasonable to say like oh I would also like to do that right mm-hmm. so. I th- All right. I think for You're right. you, yeah, I think for you, like I don't relate to that, but but I also don't do anything where I, there's a ranking mm-hmm. of me against my peers. Like mm-hmm. I'm not you. You know, the fact that you can go on iTunes and see and how see I compare to that so other people, people might yeah. be getting more. That can make you get caught up in that idea, you know. And then and then also because there is like direct competition in a way. Like there are other people doing what you do, you know, one-on-one interviews. And for me, like, okay, like I, I, I just focus on, you know, oh, I would really like to be able to do this thing and make this, you know, whatever it happens to be like a graphic novel or a, or a sculpt or whatever it is like, but for you, because 
you're being measured up against these other people. I kind of feel the same way you do about you. <laughs> so like I get, I get it. You're telling me not to take my foot off the gas. I understand. Because <laughs> you're my meal ticket. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, I'll, you'll see someone get written up in the New York Times and I'll think like, well, that person's good, but honey, you're you're better than that. You know, or like there are people who have just for whatever reason, because the zeitgeist has, you know, coalesced around them are considered the best. And I don't agree, you know, and it's like, it's frustrating because you want to go like, Hey, you know, everyone who's in the consciousness, you know, the like, listen to Allison's interviews and then listen to this person's interviews and you tell me who's better. Um, obviously I'm biased, but it's like, I, I do get, com- I feel that competitive thing about you, uh, just cause I feel like you don't get your due, but thank you. Um, yeah. But I don't feel that way about myself. <laughs> That's very sweet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, just something you have to, that, you know, that, that when you feel those ambition feelings creeping in, you, you know, there are, here are two thoughts that I have when I'm, when I'm feeling that, like, I would like to do that. Why am I not doing that? Like, you, you know, you think about the bazillions of shows that are still doing it around an iMac in a living room and mm-hmm. how they would love the listenership and the fans and stuff that uh th- that, that i have, have. Yeah. and uh yeah and also like you know not to <laughs> not to have crummy feelings about the people who do get the success because yeah i mean if we are talking about mark Marin and my favorite murderer uh those are those are super talented people who have fucking worked their asses off so mm-hmm. yeah definitely like that is they are there for a reason but um but but we would also like to be there too thank yeah, you very much it's not much. begrudging anyone their success yeah and you know in fact, every single person who, especially in podcasting, where there aren't a lot of villains, you know, they're sure. all, most of them are pretty There's good. Just a few. Just a few. But like, like those fucks over at Radio Lab. You hear me? <laughs> hear me, Jad Abumrad? <laughs> I've had enough of your shit. <laughs> um, an Ira Glass. Oh, fucking. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so smart. Look at my glasses. <laughs> Look, I told a story that had a twist at the end. Yeah, fucking great. <laughs> you also learned something and it had universal themes. <laughs> my personal story had universal themes. <laughs> and made you think and moved you emotionally. <laughs> Did you have a driveway moment? Good. <laughs> <laughs> it always ends with a fart too. It always ends with a fart. You would yeah. think that wouldn't go over with the NPR with crowd. Yeah, crowd yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, uh I just think it's not so much that they don't deserve it, it's just I don't know. I think it's just easy for people to go, yeah, that's the interview person and that's the this thing and when something else is there that they should be giving attention to and, and I don't know, it's just whatever. It was just weird today. I mean, cuz everything you guys are saying sounds right to me and it's sort of like reorienting my brain that like oh yeah no there is a reason to feel that ambition but it just something it was like like shifting a, a prism or something today like and i don't know if that if that even makes sense shifting a prism yes jenna i wonder maybe if this is because i kind of went through this a little bit after having sam maybe you're coming out of the baby fog a little bit too. Oh, maybe yeah and you're starting to feel like hey i'm feeling better i'm feeling like right. a little more on top of things like because i definitely went through a phase where i wasn't doing a lot because mm-hmm. I'm, i was kind of coasting and then all of a sudden i was like hey i gotta like i feel like i'm losing it and i want to do this and i want to do that and i remember talking to you about it and being yeah. like i gotta do something because mm-hmm. i just i've you know, I'm at this moment, and I wonder if that's not that you were in a fog, but for right. me, that's what happened. Well, you where were, it was like you were your attention was divided, so, right. so now you, you you feel like maybe you've been 
checked out to a certain degree well, and now you can re-engage. Is early in pregnancy, I felt a I even wrote about it. I felt a ton of ambition and a ton of like every good thing that happened to anyone around me. It was like, why? What about me? And it was so weird because I, it felt out of proportion to the things that were happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that kind of settled down. But now I don't know today. It felt like something shifted and all of a sudden I saw sort of a new way to approach my career, which is I don't have to nervously, always be trying to get more but it, it didn't there's a, a little bit of fear is attached to that in the like what if i stop what if i don't grow and I, I don't mean it in a like not growing thing i just mean it in a not driving myself crazy with trying to attain something but i think if you do that you will get what you want i hope it, that's what it i think felt nice it mm-hmm. felt sort of like the epiphany i had some time ago where, and I don't even like saying this because it's like for so long I've thought my goal is to have my own television show. And that still is a goal. But there was one night where I, it was like very late and I was thinking, why do I want that though? Like if my goal is just to have a TV show, is that such a, an abstract goal? Hmm. Is it, I mean, I really actually, I do feel like I'm good on camera and I enjoy performing on camera. So there's that, the actual, you know, what it means to be on television. But it was like, I think it has to do with, I want the validation of they gave you a TV show. Mm -hmm. And that's like an empty person. I mean, it's not that empty. I'm sure it would feel good. But Mm -hmm. that's not the reason to, like, it should be about wanting to say something more than wanting someone to be like, yes, we choose you. Yeah, I think that for me, I... There was a while back where I realized that part of what was motivating me was that sort of ego-based thing. I guess that's really what I'm talking about. I found that um, if that is the motivation for you, especially if you're a writer, but I think if you're an artist in general, it's kind of counterproductive. Mm -hmm. You end up asking the wrong questions as an artist or a writer or whatever because you're basically... Right, because the question is what... Right. Oh, what will make me more likable? Yeah, what makes me like? What will they like? What will be? What will they find interesting? So everything becomes quote clever and sort of like surface. Um, you're just asking the wrong questions. But if you're if you kind of like put that aside and just try to please yourself and you know and um, you know make it uh, kind of satisfy whatever it is inside you that makes you want to do this then you're asking the right questions because then those are real questions. And then you have to have the faith that other people will also be interested in that. And that's tough because especially if you don't have a you know, high self-worth, uh, if you're somebody who's like really insecure, then you might think, why would anyone be interested in what I'm interested in? So that might be hard, but it's really the only way. And you kind of have to just have faith that, that you know, either it'll catch or it won't. But, you know, as a, when I was a screen... Uh, a script reader, I read hundreds and hundreds of scripts and it was all, you could tell immediately that they were writing a script because they were trying to get the development people to like it and it was always shit. And it was like, stop trying to please me and just mm-hmm. please yourself. It, it makes a huge difference. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think there's something with, I mean, I think this this applies to a lot of, you know, different pursuits, but I mean, certainly if you're a creative person, I think there's there's an urge to, uh, to check out the areas of creativity that are kind of adjacent to yours. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that, you know, like, 
if you are a stand-up, I think, you know, it's totally natural to say to yourself, oh, I wonder if I could act, or if I wonder if I could star in a movie. And if you're a podcast host, I think it's perfectly reasonable to think to yourself, oh, I wonder if I could host a TV show. I'm good at this. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that's that's just, that's a natural, you know, thing of a, you know, creative person who has creative energy is kind of like, want to explore the areas near yours. Sure. Like, um, I, you know, I, I write for At Midnight on Comedy Central and, and, uh, and, uh, love it, love it dearly. I, I really, really love the job, uh, and, uh, would like it to continue for the foreseeable future. But yeah, definitely like have that itch of like, oh, I bet I could do a good job with something that had characters, you know, mm-hmm. and something that had a plot and something that had a story. So. And that's, that is the instinct of a creative person. Yeah. You know, like you, you just, it, it, just because you, if you're creative, it doesn't mean you're just going to be focused on the one. You're going to have lots of, oh, that would sure, be neat. I yeah, would like yeah. to do this. I'd like to do that. I'd like to be on TV or whatever. But if the question you were asking is like, I would like to try this other thing because then people might like me yeah. or I might, you know, show those kids in high school who that I had a, a very interesting inner life. Like then that's not quite the best reason to do it. But if you were like, I have, there's something about this that's interesting to me. I want to pursue that. Then, then you might get somewhere interesting. Yeah, I was, uh, this is, this is, I think this is kind of sort of related. Um, we were talking about on Jordan, Jesse go this week. Uh, we had on the uh, the the gang from Throwing Shade. Uh, oh, Aaron I love and Brian. Yeah, speaking them. of a podcast that became a TV show, mm-hmm. um, and quite successfully, I might add. I don't know if that uh, is still airing new episodes, but uh, no, you, I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope so. It was really good. I love yeah, them. no, they were great. Um, so we were kind of talking about the like urge of like, or not the urge, but the dilemma of how much to share on the podcast, <laughs> and especially when you're like dating somebody new, like. How, you know, how do you act on the podcast with that knowledge? Mm-hmm. And I was saying that, you know, as, 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 as an online dater, uh, <laughs> one, 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 one gets ghosted a lot. Have you heard, have you heard of this phenomenon? <laughs> oh, uh, the, 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 you're having a, you're having a great time with somebody you're texting and then they they don't text back. Uh, yeah. that's, that's a, that's a ghost. Mm. And, um, I was saying that I that 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 has happened to me a few times uh, in in recent memory, and my first instinct is always like, "Fuck!" They listened to the podcast. Fuck! <laughs> everything was going great, and then they heard this goddamn podcast where I talk about my balls for an hour with a guy I knew from college, and they're just like, "No, oh no, I no, I'm not, I'm not getting to know this guy anymore." And then I think I think Brian's point was like, "Well, isn't that a good?" litmus test for yes if perhaps if they don't like you on the podcast right. maybe it's that was exactly match. what i was thinking yeah. yeah so i mean but then my feeling but was is that the true you someone who talks about his balls for an hour it's no it's <laughs> not <laughs> it isn't it isn't that's an interesting question what's the who's who what's the man See, and what's I am the a good interviewer. you are you're getting to the heart of me <laughs> um for the record um when Allison's not on the air, she is talking about farts For, just as much. Sure, as she yeah, talks yeah, about <laughs> that's true. Uh, but I was thinking to myself, like, well, yeah, I guess I intellectually know that, but also I want them to like me. Yeah, of I course. want them to like me. But well, that's maybe that's always kind of going to be there to some yeah. degree. I, to, it's it's ridiculous to say that that's not going to be part of it at all. I'm just yeah. saying, like, what the what is the thing that is is that you that's on your mind for you? You know, it's funny because I was thinking, yeah, maybe you're not that guy who's on the air all the time, but that is you. Like that is a, that is an expression of your personality. And if there's a girl, cause I was thinking like, I was thinking it was going to go the other way because I was thinking 
if a girl is dating you a couple times and she listens to the podcast, she should like you more because your podcast is hilarious. It's really good. Nice of you to say. And Thank you. And any girl that you want to be with is going to think that. Yeah. So if she goes to you because she listened to it, it's like, good. Why waste good. your time go for listen, another fucking Go listen second? to Ira Glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Absolutely. well produced and well thought out. That fucking guy. Yeah, I'm a journalist. He, he gets so much tail, though, that guy. Oh, yeah. What uh, online dating sites are you on? Uh, I didn't even know there was one called Bumble until very recently. Oh, yeah. There's a Bumble. Uh, I have I have tried all of the kind of popular ones. I had a bad experience recently and did a, did a rage delete of all of them you did so guys oh, i'm just wow. working on me right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just working on me but no i've tried bumble i've tried tinder i've tried okcupid <laughs> rage delete. uh yeah um that's like i think the yeah the video game equivalent is the rage quit so where you quit an online game because you're getting <laughs> fucked so up there's the much. rage delete where you yes. delete all the apps and then what is the the sheepish re-download like when you kind you of know what? crawl so back funny. to them <laughs> that god i know the um <laughs> i i so, you know, you, there's ebbs and flows with these things. And uh, the last time I, like, quit OkCupid, uh, I met somebody on OkCupid a while back that I dated for a little while. But then uh, uh, it, it ended amicably. And then I re-downloaded. And the, the little message came up that said, look who's back. It oh. felt so, it felt so oh. taunting. I'm like, you know, awesome. you. So <laughs> smug. Who's back. So well, smug. well, look who's well. Back. You thought you could well, stay away. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Look who can't meet anybody in real life. <laughs> um, so yeah, very condescending. But no, uh, guys, I'm taking a break. I'm working on me. I'm re-getting to know my friends. I'm doing podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? Have who you tried knows? FarmersOnly.com? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> no. Come on. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean... Uh, get yourself a country girl. You don't have don't to be lonely. Here's yeah. something that on FarmersOnly. was <laughs> suggested to me. Is... Farmers only code for whites only. Oh, oh. interesting. Is oh, that gosh. is like? Well, it's kind of one of those things where it would be whites only by default, probably. You, you know, sure. but have uh, well, you seen actually, the whole, You know what? Actually, no. No, I say no because in California, yeah. uh, no, not all farmers are white, right? It's the their whole tagline is more that it's not because they've they've even had to come out and correct their ad and say. You don't have to be a country person. You just have to love the country life. Uh, that, so they've come out and said, like, no, 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 you don't have to. You can be a so city wait, person. So wait, that even actually bolsters even, the idea that maybe it is white only. What does that yeah. even mean, though? Because well, just last night, we were talking to one of Daniel's relatives, mm-hmm. and they were talking about when another one of their relatives, cu- quote unquote, went country. I, I have was a like, cousin I don't who, know what that means. She announced one day to the family that she uh, was going country. Like, it's like coming out. <laughs> yeah, coming she, out is country. And you know what? She went country. Like, she's living in the South, in the country. Yeah. Like, well, she fucking... Did it? She's you have to change a lot you of. You have peaches. to change all of your music. You have to say like I, I like your clothing because you have to announce to people like I wear cowboy boots now. Just so you know, like, <laughs> yeah, don't be alarmed. And, and, yeah, and then I'm, I'm gonna wear a cowboy country. hat. And please Such an don't draw attention Thanksgiving to it. when you. It's like right. yeah. Yeah. you may think it's Halloween because I'm now dressing like a character from the 19th century all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's my lifestyle. So In don't. case you see me at a Rascal Flats concert, <laughs> yeah. don't be alarmed. I chose I, this. I bought the ticket. I know I wanted to be there. Announced to my family, I'm going Viking, but uh, it didn't. Sure. There was no community really yeah. with the furry leg warmers. Not and a lot of action on VikingsOnly.com. No. 
So, I need yeah. to see these farmers only ads. Yeah, oh, there's one good. where it's like the girl can't get on a horse, and all the guys are like, "Ugh, she's a city girl." <laughs> yeah. And then they oh, like, "You don't have to be lonely." Yeah. How farmersonly.com. But wait, are they into this girl or no? No, they're like, they're "Get out of here. Get out of here. I want a girl with bowed legs." Yeah, exactly. Who can ride yeah, a stallion? Who can lasso, lasso a horse. Yeah. At the terrible summer camp I went to, for one <laughs> afternoon, they made us try to lasso oh. a fence pole, mm. and I could. It's I, 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 I tip my hat, which is not a Western hat, to anyone who can do that because it is so hard. Have you guys lassoed ever? No. Yeah. Have you ever been part of your lifestyle? I have actually. Have, were oh, you able to get the lasso it's, around something? Uh, it's incredibly difficult. You know I can do rope shockingly tricks. hard. Yeah. What? what? Oh, I keep forgetting. About I can do. Daniel I, went country when he yeah, was. Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in. I didn't. I wasn't country. I was in the West, honey. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a Western, old West frontiersman, old West. Yeah, I know. I know how to do. I can't really do them as anymore. I haven't really. Kept up your rope practice. skills. Yeah, I used to be able to like what could you do, do the, I, you know, you could do the loop and then you could jump into it and then you could, gonna ask you that, could yeah. flip it up over your head yeah, and cool. jump out of it and do, you know, there are names for them. I don't remember them, like rattlesnake stomping and oh, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it was, that's uh, so cool-ish. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> honey, honey, honey. There's nothing cool about it. <laughs> well, I just need, can do it. <laughs> like when I'm yeah. a kid, it's one step away from close-up magic, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but in the apocalypse, you'll be able to lasso things yeah. and entertain yeah. people. No, that's there's, true. A, there's, I think there's, there's a, a, there's a, there's a kind of a ruggedness that goes with rope tricks. Yeah. It yeah. kind of implies strength, and they do it in the Three Amigos. Sure, <laughs> dominion over beasts. That's yeah. true. Which is something that's attractive. I like that. Yeah. When I was a kid. I really wanted to be able to jump up to the side and click my heel. Sorry, oh, yeah. like, click my heels Do together. Do like a newsy jump, hitch kick. I think yeah, like oh really? I never even knew the name. But uh, I don't. When know. Did, what, at what no, point did you be. abandon that be. dream? Yeah. It's still my dream. You can't really? do it. You, you can do you it. You can do it. Oh yeah, you could do it. There used to be no, like because yes. you have to like your bo- the bottom half of your body has to go sideways. You at least it did in Pete's Dragon. You could do it. What is that called? It's like the the heel click, the jump heel click. It's got to be called something, right? I think Alice Al- called a hitch kick. It's hitch not hitch a click. hitch kick, I don't think. No, probably not. I don't Let know. Let me look that I'm just up. saying words. So, are there- we all do we all are we all talking about the same thing though, where you just you break into yeah. song and then yeah. your legs go up to the side and then click together. What if yeah. it was like yeah. a workout craze, you know, they have like the different Zumba and everything where it was just all like Yippee kind of moves, you oh, know, like uh, sure, click yeah, like, like ex- excited, ex- excited about life. Um, moves. A yeah, guy on excited chim- excited chimney sweep. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what? A guy on Shark Tank tried to do like a cowboy abs workout, and no one bought into it. No, <laughs> no that's not gonna. Yeah, come on. It's like it just moving work. hay around. He was like in a vest, and it was like a lot of grabbing your belt and kicking your legs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and they were all like pass vest, no shirt. Yeah. I think it's okay. just called yeah. a heel click. Well, heel I guess click. what I'm yeah, saying there are, is... There are web tutorials on how to do this. Really? Yes. So you could you, do it. This is this is an attain, absolutely attainable goal. Absolutely. This is what my this, goal this for this year will be. Yeah. Part of your new ambition. Yeah. I also can't do a cartwheel, though. I think if you do... The, if you what? learn how to do the... I don't know what's wrong with me. I Nothing. Can, I put my hand on the yeah. ground... You, you know in Greece when someone goes to do a cartwheel and it's like half of a cartwheel and I always wonder why is that in the movie Greece? Or Does how the anyone- Oompa Loompas do it? They do. Oh, yeah. they do. They do like kind of like a fake cartwheel as well. Do they like put their hands on the ground and then just kind of like yeah, jump their yeah. feet up a little yeah. bit? That's sort of like a, like my legs never. I never got the full. They're not yeah, cartwheel okay, okay. action happening. I, I think go for the heel click first. <laughs> <laughs> then can I think you you'll get the cartwheel? TV show. I could can. do. I, my, you the were extent on of my gymnastics TV. is a cartwheel, and I can do a round off. <gasps> 
Yeah. Oh my god. I did a back handspring once what? after the round off, and I landed on my head, and I was never gonna do a back handspring again. My a my arms gave off. out. <laughs> a round off. Wait, let me see if I can even remember what that is. Is that where you go into a back handspring and it's, then it's what you do to start all the cool gymnastics things. So you do the round off was was when both feet land at the same time. From so a cartwheel, like yeah. you put your legs oh, okay. together and then like, yeah. yeah, land on the two feet. Oh, it's together. like the opposite. Okay. Yeah. Um wait, what is it called when you do a back handspring and then flip back over though? Uh I don't know, back handspring. Front handspring. Backflip. Wait, and what did you say you did where you fell on your head? A back handspring. So I did oh, a round okay. off into a back handspring. Oh my god! And I fell because my arms gave out, and then I was too scared to ever try it ever again. <laughs> Young me just got so scary. excited. <laughs> is that still? Is it, or do I feel like the the uh, the women of our generation as girls did gymnastics classes? Is that still a thing? Do you think? Do you think the young yeah. girls of the world so. still want to do gymnastics? My nieces yeah. do it. Are they just Snapchat? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did just all that ballet. Classes. Tap gymnastics. Mm-hmm. I think I've told this story before, but I I must tell it again since you mentioned my love of farts. Hmm. Um, so gymnastics I was class seems to be a, a fart place central. that is very. A, a, my concern would be farting constantly. <laughs> it wasn't my concern until one day. Uh-huh. So I was not good at most physical endeavors. Mm-hmm. So my mom got me like a private gymnastics lesson because I was struggling with gymnastics in school. And it was at the high school, I think in the wrestling room, because I think it was on where the wrestling on the mats, mats were. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who the guy was who was teaching it. I don't know if he was just a high schooler. I was very young. Some drifter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the new only. gymnastics teacher. <laughs> Uh, he was young and clean cut and every gymnastics move I did, a fart flew out. Yeah. <laughs> I had never really experienced, I, mean, I had appreciated farts before, certainly familiar with them, but I sure. never had a situation where I uncontrollable nonstop farting. Wow. Yeah. He you was have spotting a, me. You have a gland or something that's just right there. I guess, but I just remember he was like helping me do what they, like well, it's like how it's like, like how every- Serena Williams always grunts when she hits the tennis ball. Yeah, yeah. you're the gymnast who who sure. farts with every move. She has a, like, you know her lung is in a certain yeah. place right. to where the sound comes out, but yeah. your your fart bucket <laughs> it was the- overflowing. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. I felt bad for the guy. Oh. Although, as I say this, I'm thinking Elliot farts a lot. Babies. Mm-hmm. Fart shame, you know, oh, yeah. hide it all. And it's like funny and cute, even when it smells. So I was young enough, maybe, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, because I was like this super chubby, farty third grader. Mm-hmm. So I doubt the guy was into that. <laughs> I don't mean into that in that kind of way. I just mean, I doubt Sure, he. but it probably made, it was not the, his favorite part of his job to <laughs> spot <laughs> these kids who were also just blasting him with farts the whole time. <laughs> He's like, I don't get paid enough for this yeah. shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, in high school gyms, like, are, you know, without farts, the worst smelling places right. in the world <laughs> right. already. Right. Like, That's they just, true. yeah, they smell like just like damp scrambled eggs all the time. <laughs> and then on top of that, if you have a physical activity that's that's pushing... Pushing out farts. Right. Yeah. Exerting some pressure I, I remember in the abdominal what, area. In high school gym, I went, when I would run track, you'd have to run the track like a mile or whatever, a couple laps mm-hmm. before you started whatever you were doing. And I remember uh, often there was like farts with each 
step. <laughs> and I remember the guy, you'd kind of pair off. You, inevitably, there was someone who was your friend in the class and you just sort of run with that mm-hmm. person. And he, and he would just laugh the whole time because it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can relate. Mm-hmm. We would have been friends. We would have been the smelliest friends. <laughs> Two smelly friends. Yeah, no one would have hung out with us. <laughs> All right. We teased it before. Let's hear the Jenna story. The Jenna drama story. <gasps> oh, so, you guys, I had a crazy experience in the Salt Lake City airport. I just got home from a 10 day well it was a week that's where all crazy stories start right right started chilling wild times yeah we i just got off a flight i was tired i just got finished with this crazy long road trip with my mom and my baby and i think i don't know what happened i just i was just so done with the trip and i had to go to the bathroom so badly but i didn't want to wait in the long line at the terminal bathroom and i knew there was this bathroom. I, I know my Salt Lake Airport pretty well. Mm-hmm. And there's a baggage claim bathroom that not a lot of people use because it's like way in the corner of the baggage terminal. So I I waited and I went to the bathroom. I was so happy. I felt so much better. And I left. My bags came out immediately. I lugged them to the street. My mom went, got on the shuttle to go pick up our car from parking, long-term parking. And so I was just waiting there. And it had been about five minutes since we'd been in the bathroom. And I realized I left my cell phone in the bathroom. Mm. Mm. And I didn't know what to do. So mm. I saw this lovely older couple. They were standing there. And I they looked really nice. And I had so much baggage and all this baby stuff. So I grabbed Samantha and my diaper bag. And I go up to this couple. And I'm like, can you watch my bags for me? I left my cell phone in the bathroom. And I'm just thinking, please still be there. Please still be there. So I head towards the bathroom. And I get there. And there's this woman coming out of the bathroom. And she's like a little disheveled or whatever. And normally, I probably wouldn't have spoken to her. But. I asked her, like, did you see a cell phone in there? And she's like, no, no, I didn't. I check everywhere in the bathroom. No cell phone, no cell phone. Where did you, do you remember where you set it down? It was in the big stall Mm -hmm. because I had Sam with me and the stroller and everything. It was in the big stall and I said it just right on top of the toilet paper holder. Mm -hmm. So it was gone. I but, run into. By the way, it's about time they put something in those a charging for yeah. a, like a shelf, and then just you always have, have a, to put it on the fucking toilet know, paper, and right? then have a bucket of rice for after you drop it in the <laughs> toilet. You can just put it right <laughs> into <laughs> the rice to dry it out. Yeah, why aren't they thinking of us? Like, I mean, is, honestly. Uh, yeah. So as I'm coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> After I searched everything, I even kind of like moved the trash around mm, a little bit to see, see if like, someone threw it out. Maybe someone threw it away. I mean, I'm like, you know, you go kind of. That's, that's a crazy like dick new move. It's like I'm not going to steal this, but I'm going to throw it away. You never know, sure. right? You're going to get knocked in. Yeah. You never know. People are weird, and you have. I I started panicking because I'm so tired, and it's my cell phone. And you know, you just kind of go like everything's yeah. on there. Yeah, sure. So I walk out and then there was like a maintenance person. All my farmers only matches will be gone. I know the maintenance. There was a maintenance person there and she was like, are you okay?" Because I looked I'm sure I looked stressed out like I lost my cell phone in the bathroom. It was just not even 10 minutes ago. So she called all of like the cleaning people in the airport and, you know, sent out an alert to them like, have you seen cell phones? And no one had seen a cell phone. So I go to the information lady. She starts calling it and it's ringing. So I'm like, oh, well, that's good. Okay. It's not turned did, off. Did you hear it or no? No. Um, so then I go back outside. The older couple's still there. My mom hasn't showed up yet with the bat, with the car. And I, sh- the woman 
let me call Al on her phone. So Al gets on and he's like, I can see that your phone, he tracks my phone. I can see your phone's in this baggage terminal. It's like right in the corner, right where you left it. This is the find my phone app? Yeah. Yeah, I was just using yeah. iCloud. Yeah. yeah. And he account. put it on lost mode. So yeah. it says like, if you find this phone, call his number. The Dharma yeah. Project. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, oh gosh, major traumatic flashbacks. Yes. Um. So I, I say, okay, well, my mom's going to be coming up. This is her car. If you could just tell her I'm running back inside Jesus. to check lost and found. This couple was so nice to me. So I run back inside. Lost and found hasn't seen a phone. Nobody's brought a phone in. Nothing, Are you doing nothing. this with Sam or is she with? I still your mom? had Sam. Okay. And I'm so tired by now because mm. Sam's like a mess. She was so tired after this trip. So my mom finally shows up because I can see her outside. So I run back out there, put Sam in her car seat, put her in the car so that I don't have to lug her around anymore. And I grab my mom's cell phone. And I'm like, just come back in 10 minutes. I'll just do one more search around because Al's like, it's still at the airport. Well, if someone stole it, they turn it off right away. Yeah, so he's like, like I it hasn't it. moved. It's not hardly even moving. Right, if they deliberately right. were yeah, stealing it. It's a matter it. of yeah. finding yeah. it. Right, like so like, you where shut it off. is it? So then he starts making it ping, the like, find my iPhone alert. Yeah, you can make it make noise to find it. Mm-hmm. And so I just decided like, if it's in Lost and Found, I'm going to annoy the crap out of yeah. whoever has it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so I just like, Push, 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 and made this thing just like make noise like crazy. Yeah. What so, does it sound like? It's it like, sounds like ding, a sonar. Oh yeah. Ding. Yeah. And so it just plays the most annoying song. Oh, I wish it would. I know. It's like somebody wants never gonna give you. Just Rick rolls everyone until you till you get it. So the that's it. Yeah. That's all it's gotta be. So the information lady's like, I'm still calling it. It's still ringing. Everyone at the airport, by the way, was incredibly nice i feel like if this had happened to lax they would have been like get out of here you're bothering me (laughs) um and so they uh were so nice and she suggested why don't you go to each airline's baggage counter because you know they have the like if your bag didn't show up you Mm -hmm. go to their counter like oh yeah i'll do that maybe it's just sitting there duh so i start going to each one and as i'm getting closer to the area where the bathroom is i start hearing the bing Bing. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going insane. I'm, I'm actually going crazy. I can hear my phone. This is so crazy. Now, and so I finally, I turn around and I see that first woman I talked to. The disheveled lady. The kind of crazy looking lady. She was in a purple sweater. She had gray hair and she was sitting on a bench just a few feet away from the bathroom. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she totally has my cell phone. She fucking lied to you. Yeah. All along. She had it this whole time, and it's almost been an hour by now. So I go up to, but I just walk straight up to her. There? She's still she's just sitting there. She's just sitting there. She's a bush league thief. So weird. <laughs> right? Shut it down. With her bags and all this yeah. stuff. And she's just sitting there, and I'm hearing my phone, bing, bing, over and over, coming out of her pocket. So I just walked straight up to her, and I said, excuse me, ma'am, you have my cell phone. And she's like, no, I don't. So appalled. She's like, that's my pacemaker. She goes, no, I do not. I'm like, yeah, you do. It's beeping from your pocket. I'm making it beep right now. You have my phone. And she's like, nope, I don't. I don't have your phone. I said, well, can you show me what's in your pocket? No, I'm not going to show you what's in my pocket. Well, what am I hearing? What is this beeping noise that I'm hearing coming from your pocket? And she's like, oh, that's just my phone ringing. There's someone calling me that I don't want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Like, I would have been like, oh, okay, weird. Okay, bye. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, well, I think you have my phone. So I guess I could just go get someone and they can make you show me my phone or something. Like I, and at this point I'm frustrated. I'm so tired. Yeah. Cause what do you do in that? Situation? Right. Exactly. I can't like Security. reach into her pocket, yeah. you know? And then I'm thinking, well, whatever. So I turned to walk away and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Am I going to go get someone? She's just going to run away now. Yeah. You know? And was your heart pounding? Yes. And she was scary. Like, if you saw her in person, you'd be like... She had crazy look. She had some crazy eyes going yeah. on. Yeah, big time. And so I thought, what am I going to do? And I heard her kind of like shuffling behind me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to come stab me. Oh, geez. So I turned around to see what she's doing. And she was just pulling my phone out of her pocket. And I watched her slide the phone away from her mm. and away from me across the airport floor. She thought you would just like discover it over there. And yeah. Be like, oh, wow. Yeah. So I see her do that. She looks at me all like panicked. And then I run over, pick up my phone and immediately call Al to tell him, I have my phone now. You can stop. You can stop with the beeping now, Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. I'm so glad he did that. So anyway, I call Al and I'm like, should I, tell someone that she just stole my phone and he was like well, what are you gonna say like you know she had my phone but then she could just say no i didn't you know mm -hmm. and at this point i'm like i just want out i have yeah. had the longest forget and forget. day just walk away so i leave and i realize i probably should have told the information lady because mm. she's still calling my phone so i get this call from a utah number and i'm thinking well i'll answer it and it's her like I'm looking for this phone. I'm, I'm at airport information. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I found it. I'm out of here. I'm on the freeway already. Uh, thank you so much for all your help. This crazy lady in a purple sweater had it. And she's like, is she? And she described the woman. She's oh still boy. sitting there in the airport. Yeah, crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, well, uh, and then she called me back a few minutes later and had the police on the phone. And oh, they're wow. like, we would like to arrest this woman for stealing your cell phone. Can you come back and make a statement? So I uh, came back. Oh, you did? Wow. I did. I I wasn't that far away. And my mom was like so enraged that someone would steal my phone that she's like, we're going back. And so she like turned the car around. And I went in and gave like a little, I wrote a little statement about what happened. But they arrested her for theft. Wow. It was crazy. I got yeah, someone arrested. They had it on I, camera. Well, that's what they said. That's so it turns out there's like a bazillion cameras in the sure. airport. So they have her throwing my phone across the floor right. on camera. Mm. So that was their like. Oh, well, well you, this she is probably great. had done other things to make them want to do guarantee. this. I'm that's sure what I think. She's like, like hanging. Vengeance for the phone. No, it was like she's clearly hanging around the airport, being suspicious. Mm -hmm. They probably were thrilled to get rid of her, especially because the airport information lady like. She recognized her too quick. Right. You know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> oh, oh, you've surely. clearly been watching this lady. Hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, I wonder if that is just if you are a like a small time scam person, if like just hanging out and like people leave stuff in the airport bathroom, maybe totally. somebody leaves time, without uh, a bag and you can walk purse, away with it. Like crazy. Yeah, sure. yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. In this day and age, how is the airport a place where you can do petty crime. Right. It's just I know. hang around. Exactly. The baggage claim the is baggage not area, as yeah. secure as the rest of the airport. It's not secure at all. Yeah. You can just go into not? the baggage claim still and, and yeah. yeah. I guess if you just get the airport shuttle or the public bus or whatever there, you, yeah. know, you don't have to pay for parking or something. Did she have a lot of bags? That's what I'm concerned her? about. <laughs> like, was she clearly homeless? <laughs> they told me she was a homeless woman. And, oh. and now when I think back on it, she had like enough plastic bags full of things that I should have put that together. What's the number of plastic bags that makes you home? Like I feel a like it's like person? more than four. You're definitely, you know, it, like you didn't just go grocery shopping and right. coming out of the airport. Out of the bags. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a good story. It was nuts. <laughs> it was 
good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, yeah. yeah. It was good. I'd, oh, I would. I. Uh, we don't know why she didn't leave. That's the part. No, that, I think yeah. I don't think she was in her right mind, and I also sure. don't think she's good at stealing things or does it. She doesn't have a lot of follow through because you would turn the phone well, off if you were had any experience. This you would was also a, get out of there. You th- wouldn't right. just hang out. This is a crime of opportunity. She wasn't. She didn't beforehand have like blueprints and plans and right. go An execute. Seven. The, That's yeah. what I'm looking for. What I she go back like to though her iPhone. is when I asked her probably 30 seconds after she had my phone in her pocket is the look she gave me was very like, oh, no. Mm. You know, she kind of had this like surprise look yeah. when I asked yeah. her. And so it's like, man, I should have recognized that. But then at the same time, you don't just accuse people of stealing stuff. Yeah, what do you right. do? Yeah. She was probably just there to get like day-old Cinnabons. <laughs> <laughs> She's and like, look at this beautiful this iPhone yeah. in that dollar store case that that I have. I do feel weirdly sorry for her. Do. I do. I felt terrible for getting her arrested. Yeah. But then I also thought, what if she was stealing stuff from other people? I don't mm-hmm. want her to do well, that. Well, and she had an opportunity. It's like as soon as you took it and walked out and were confronted, you could have said, "Oh, you mean this cell phone? I just saw it. I was I was on my way to Lost and Found. There you go." Right. As opposed, she to did being lie like, to my face right. multiple times. No, so. she's clearly in the yeah. wrong here. Yeah. I'm just saying. She's I'm tough. like, what happened to that lady? I oh, I felt bad too. Well, yeah, and that's why we just walked away. Forgive him. For yeah, I wasn't matter. gonna turn right. her in until they called me, and they're like, "We want to get her out of here," mm-hmm. which I think was the main. It's like she probably didn't stay in jail for very long, or sure. even at all. They mostly, I think, just wanted her out of the airport. Right. Yeah. It was weird. That is a crazy. I story. felt brave though, because normal. I'm not someone who confronts anyone ever. It's so. very impressive. Thank you. It Turns was out when out you, of character. Was it? Would you have done that? If it had to do with Sam, or is it just about your phone? I think, yeah, no, I think things I care about. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Baby phone. Baby's phone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Candy. Yeah, I'm impressed. Snacks. Candy's good. Thank you. you got into it with that lady. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. I need to say something real fast first. Jordan. Yes. This person mentions other people who have sat in that chair. I won't take offense. Don't take offense. No. Just they've been I, you you I, only recently got I in touch am, with me to say you're available in the evenings sometimes. I am aware of my place in the <laughs> Allison Rosenverse. <laughs> I am an occasional drop by and I know that there are a lot of beloved regulars on this show and I don't <laughs> mind if they get some praise. Okay. I'm going to feel shitty about it. <laughs> Don't. No, I won't. All Baby, All the Time by Jess Yes Bus. Jordan Morris is my favorite. No, oh, interesting. Oh, okay. okay. Wow, you... Uh... <laughs> I guess I I'm surprised. not getting enough it. baby talk. Yeah. Can you up it? But really, as a new mom, I'm living for the moments about Allison and Daniel's parenting experiences. The Thursday shows are my absolute favorite. And the last one I had... M- Oh, sorry. And the last one had me crying, laughing, because Allison's dream story was so relevant to nothing. Also, I was devastated when Greg left and will continue to be, but David and John have each brought their own unique point of view. 
And Jordan. And okay. Jordan. Oh, what an odd way to write that <laughs> sentence, but sure. I would be thrilled if either or both would be permanent parts of the show. And I also have now watched YouTube videos of animal castrations and had nightmares about ants in my mouth guard. So thanks. As for the OG Thursday group, I feel like Jenna and I both embrace a mean girl with a conscience vibe that makes her relatable, but also her diary lets me know she's there for it. (laughs) Daniel, though I know you never thought your life would be podcast fodder, you bring the sarcastic reverence that is perfect. That is the perfect counterpoint for Allison's sometimes overly analytical sincerity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Jeff is the secret anchor of this show. Mm? When he weighs in, I know it was just too important for a simple drop to suffice. <laughs> <laughs> and does anybody else listen to the show as if they are Al? I often find myself thinking, well, I think Al might have a different opinion on that. Like, I know his inner working so well, but yet I feel like I do. <laughs> He's the straight man of the group and always has a rational take on any topic except pillows. <laughs> I love the Monday show and Allison's interviewing style. How many times listening to other interviewers have I thought, they mentioned a story from high school and you didn't follow up with a question about how that relationship with their 10th grade boyfriend ended? Allison always does. <laughs> Please never stop doing this show. And from one first-time parent to another, whenever you freak out, the answer is, it's okay. You're doing amazing. They'll sleep eventually. Everything will normalize. And we are going to mess them up no matter what we do. So relax. Also, nobody told me I was going to have to become a morning person either. And it's just one of the most unfair things to ever happen to me. <laughs> oh, boy. Five stars. <laughs> Thank you. That, was, that went deep. I know. It's it- good. I'm assuming the thing about the uh, watching videos of castrations and ants in your mouth guard, I'm assuming that's like a running joke and that wasn't just some random <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if it insanity? was random? Yeah. No, those were things that came up on the show. <laughs> Great. Um, thank you so much for your very nice comment. If you guys want to leave a nice comment, maybe Al will read it. Go to uh, <laughs> iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. That's where you subscribe. It's where you leave comments. Um, and uh, And I love all of you guys. And also... We're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Um, there's different reward levels. There's a level where you can get bonus episodes. A certain Alan Moss was just on. That's Very right. good feedback. Tons oh, of questions. So good. many questions that we couldn't do them all in one episode. I had fun doing it. It was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah. I always love... I've, I'd heard Jenna talk about meeting you and that whole story, and it was fun to hear it from, from your perspective, yeah, it was, too. it was fun. Yeah. He said lots of nice things. Aw. Turns mm-hmm. out you're fun. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Someday I'm going to find someone who smears my lipstick, doesn't make my mascara. Oh, and, I hate You know who you are. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. And also, in the subway, Al said, that guy has an awesome off-ro. <laughs> That's right. Just that was to, on our first date. Yeah, like, just trying to Whoa, impress that a guy has an awesome off-ro, man. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, what? Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> That sounds like a Star Wars character. Yeah. <laughs> it awesome does. So yeah, there's bonus episodes. Also, Jenna has been on a bunch. Yes. Jeff was just on one. Daniel's been on them. Well, I'm going to... Greg Heller has been on them. And I may even squat on your Patreon page That's and right. drop a, a little podcast here and there. <laughs> and, 
in you know a steaming pile of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, You're gonna yeah. So you stay wanna, tuned. You want to try hosting a TV podcast? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, record to tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna record a little thing with a friend of mine. We're gonna talk about Twin Peaks, and um, you know, if we enjoy doing it, maybe we'll do it uh, every week. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you know what? Try it out. I think you'll like it. Yeah. Oh, and also there's a level where you have a uh, video stream, a uh, level where you get merch in the mail, all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tease Snack Chat for next week. Because Snack-, Snack Chats. Moving on. So, <laughs> <laughs> Snack Chats are piling up. But I'm going to tell I'm going to do something. It's just a trial balloon. I don't know if I'm going to go with it. I'm going to tell you guys what we're going to try as our snack chat, chat item next week. And super hardcore fans, if you want to get this item, then you can do it along with us. And I don't know if that is fun for anyone. It might be a terrible <laughs> idea, and we don't ever have to do it this way again. But the items are, and they are from Hope Helper. They are macaroons that are flavored, and I forget the brand. And it would have been better if I had knew. I think it's like Manischewitz. Yeah, Manischewitz. Um, they're red velvet macaroons and, and chocolate mint macaroons. Ooh. That sounds good. It and does. they have them on Amazon. I will include a link in the episode summary so you know where to go to get your specialty macaroons. Mm-hmm. Specialty macaroons. I mean, I feel like that should be a store. Yeah. That sells just macaroons. Sure. Yeah. Or a food truck. Yes. You could just go and park in front up. of... Yeah, pop up. Right. It's in an old abandoned blockbuster video. Or <laughs> <laughs> I guess the husk of an American apparel. <laughs> Have you guys ever been invited to one of those like secret pop-up dinner club things that cool people go to? No. Do you know what I'm no. talking about? I like to. You know I what I'm talking about, right? You I, see it on Instagram. I, right. I, like, I, I feel like I read about them on the Eater blog after they happen. Right. Right. And I was certainly not invited. I don't think I, I want to be invited. <laughs> I think that's my problem. Yeah. You know, I want to be invited, but I feel like it's quite possible you'll get served organ meat and you have to like it. Ugh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's mean, always uh, some like really talented chef or something. Right. So. Like this is his take on calf's brains. Yeah. Well, and I don't like the idea of not being able to like <laughs> okay. ask for the dish without something on it. Right. I'm like, yeah. listen. Right. Gordon Ramsay <laughs> or whoever. <laughs> Can I get that without mushrooms? Right. Can I get that I without just, the attitude? I have a texture <laughs> That's what thing. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Are you anti mushroom? I don't like them, no. Uh, Not no. any of them? No, uh-uh. Because Daniel's very nasty. I'm with you. Yeah, you don't like mushrooms. Or, Especially yeah. when I'm pregnant. pregnant it's like, yeah. oh, it's such I love a weird mushrooms. squish. I like Feels like you're not supposed to be. I eating always keep it. a can yeah. ready, so if I'm eating chips and Jenna's like, "Can I have some?" I just dump mushrooms all over. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm like, okay, "No, never mind. get your own." <laughs> have you been having weird cravings or different cravings? Uh, no, no, but I definitely smells have been much worse uh, this pregnancy. We, I take Sam to the zoo, <laughs> and I cannot walk past the flamingos without dry oh, heaving. Oh yeah, multiple. Those times. are the worst smelling animals. They <laughs> smell so bad. And be- before I was I pregnant, I could get through it yeah now it's like <laughs> for like 500 yards <laughs> like, oh boy i can't it's so bad the whole way <laughs> they love her at the zoo they're you know, she's their favorite guest <laughs> the churro lady's always like are you okay you need a churro <laughs> does 
Does Sam especially like the flamingos? Well, they're just they're at the entrance, oh, so you, you can't, can't you have to walk skip by them. them. You, and the pond can... is like huge. It, yes, you can't get around. Yes. Yeah, it is it's like, like a... so long. Yeah, it's interesting. I wouldn't of all the animals like when you. I'm going to finish one of these sentences. When you said when you go to the zoo, for, I had a very strong smell memory of like elephants sure. and giant animals hay and poo yeah and yet flamingos way worse so much worse yeah if you ever go to that the, watery oh, poo it smell is so i think they just horrible eat, like algae and parasites <laughs> and they just like smell like they eat the filth of the earth you because think they do you think it's the birds themselves that smell i think i so, think it yeah. is yeah because like I, all the other exhibits i'm actually just fine with but have you had an algae parasite smoothie it's pretty good <laughs> yeah it's, yeah, it's not bad. oh my god well, now it's, I got to talk about food. Now it's a have, super food. Parasites. Definitely. Have you heard of pinworms? Jenna, you weren't here for this discussion. Uh, no. I had never. Have you heard of pinworms, no, Jordan? Uh-uh. There's been a new story out that's made me think of you all week. There's oh. one about like little worms that are that are in sushi right now. I saw that. And you Ugh. eat those and they get huge and like get stuck in your stomach. Yeah. And I thought this was the pinworm. Are, the, are those discussion. some kind of new worms or just regular it's something sushi where worms. they're just trying to warn people like be careful what kind of sushi you're eating right. because they're finding these now in so sushi. what's the kind of sushi i shouldn't be eating yeah the which worm, the raw eating, kind yeah, which 7-eleven should i not be eating sushi from <gasps> we had <laughs> yeah. a couple bites we had a couple bites of hamachi i well, you had all yeah, of it, but it and was, i had a couple bites but i mean that was a really top-notch restaurant yeah, I yeah. if you're going buy, to high end you're probably uh, yeah, fine. I, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's when you go to a place where they're like dollar rolls and you're like don't stay away don't do that yeah and then i heard it's happy say, hour like, at 10 p.m. If there's like a burning right. down your throat when you eat it, then you got them. <laughs> Something yeah. it's like some horrible oh, no. anecdote about oh, you it. You feel them as yeah. you go down. Yeah, but oh. they, are are the actual worms in there or they just like pictures. eggs? Yeah. No, yeah. Oh yeah, goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this anyway, reminds me. I'll send you the article. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> I sleep. I think it was in Jay Moore's book. He t- maybe not. Um. Who's the oh? Who's the guy? There's an actor whose Tom name was Cruise. on the tip of my tongue. Brad Pitt? No, before I Tom mentioned Hanks. this. There, he, he cross-dressed in a movie. Um, Will Smith. Schneider. Oh, Dustin Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob <laughs> Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, Tootsie, yeah. that's on, what I was. <laughs> Rob Schneider would order sushi, and then he had a jeweler's loop, and he would inspect it for parasites. Whoa. Whoa. That's hardcore, right? The to- I mean, just, yeah, right. I the mean, get, man, that is, what a hipster affect. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't necessarily think of Rob Schneider as a hipster, but you could see, like, that being the foodie guy. Thing. Yes, yes. It's like so, the guy who brings his own beer koozie to the bar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... But wouldn't it get smushed in his pocket? Or do you think he just like has like, it? Maybe it's retractable, like a <laughs> um, like a spyglass. Sure. Anyway. Um. Okay. Lots of ums. Like a jeweler's loop. Yes, that's what he had. Like one of those things that almost looks like a monocle. Mm-hmm. I guess you'd yeah. wear it on a chain if you're like steampunk. If that's your thing, yeah. yeah maybe. Oh, he, is Rob Schneider steampunk? I don't know. <laughs> I meant when your beer koozie gets smushed in your pocket. Oh, I think you can kind of fold that up. Yeah. And I mean, it's not comfortable. It's definitely <laughs> beer koozies are not delicate. They're very malleable. They're yeah. rugged. Yeah. So pinworms. I yes. had never ever heard of them. Was watching Love on Netflix mm-hmm. and, and um it's not really part of the plot, but there's a a dinner party where they come up at the dinner party as a thing that everyone is familiar with. Oh, interesting. Um yeah. 
Because they have kids. Yeah, it's a thing that, that kids get. And so, of course, I Googled pinworms because it was presented like something that people, it was hmm. like they were talking about lice. Yeah. Though, what the hell are pinworms? Looked them up. Very upsetting. They are worms that um, you eat the eggs that are microscopic. You don't know you're eating them. No, because they're microscopic. And that, well, that's not, I, I guess that is where it, it's really. You can choose any point at which to say the cycle starts. Anyway, about a month later, tiny worms hatch in your intestines. But not as tiny as you would like to think. Half an inch. They look like little white threads. Oof, and I, at night, oof. at night, the female worm crawls out of your butt. Oh, boy. <laughs> lays Searching egg, for a mate. Lays, no, lays eggs. No, apparently she's already done the deed okay. in your colon. Yeah. Lays eggs. It's sexy in there. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen my own colon. It's a uh, yeah, it's nice. It's got an atmosphere. Lays oh. eggs in the skin of your anus, oh boy. which then itches yeah. terribly. So you scratch it. The, the microscopic eggs get stuck to your fingernails, and then like get on anything you touch. Uh, and then if someone else eats something that had been touched by microscopic eggs, then they get it, and then it can spread to everyone in the family. They're harmless and. A lot of people, but it's wrote, a worm coming out of your butt. It's, it's really not scary. ideal. It makes me think about every time my butt has ever itched. Right. I mean, I really went to town with the soap in the shower today. Yeah. I there's no way I have these worms. I'm a very light sleeper. But I'm you've been thinking about the worms. I'm 100 percent sure. You're preoccupied with the worms. I'm so preoccupied. I'm sure I would know if there was a no, worm crawling that. out of my butt. Like I'm a light sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very attuned to my butt. But I wasn't scratching my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still very afraid of this. It, it makes me not want to have a child because they, they spread among kids the most. It's also like I work very hard to make my butt inhospitable. So How? the fact that these guys, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but Oh, I think I know. It involves razor wire. Well, first of all, <laughs> it's not furnished. So and, and so the fact that they can just set up shop in there on their own, like it's very upsetting. How do you get rid of them? There's a medicine you take called like Maben... There's like it's like albendazole and mebendazole and something else, hmm. and it's you drink it. Maybe only kids drink it. Maybe it's a pill. I don't know. You take it, and it kills the worms, but it doesn't kill the eggs. So then you have to take it again two weeks later. And like if one person in the family has it, everyone should treat themselves sure. should be treated totally. for it. And then oh, and now I'm just repeating myself, but uh, it crosses all um, socioeconomic lines, and it has nothing to do with hygiene. So, and it just it travels in food. Yes, although theoretically the eggs could be airborne as well. Uh-huh. But yeah. if it's harmless, you can just take medicine. Yeah. I mean, I want to take the medicine you, now. Can't you just kill them with a particularly <laughs> awful fart? Maybe <laughs> blow them out. I mean, if they're hanging around in the outer rim of your ass. You would Can't think, you just set up the world's worst fart and kill them that way? <laughs> Maybe they like it. Just light a oh, fart on fire. Be. Yeah, yeah right. sure. There you go. All those all those frat guys are onto something. Oh, and they probably don't have ass worms. <laughs> the way that a doctor tells if you have them, if mm. they suspect it, is they'll tell you to stick tape on your butt. Oh, no. <laughs> right when you wake up. And then you bring the tape to them and they look at it under a microscope to see if there's eggs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this came up on the show. They're just trying to see what you'll do. <laughs> 
Yeah. Just, just to like, oh, yeah, I got this asshole like, to put tape on his butt. <laughs> I'm feels, bored. That the next does feel like a bully. A piece right? of tape. I'm a bored <laughs> yeah. doctor. Yeah. So I go in the other room, act like I'm looking, then I come out like, yeah, it's positive. Mm. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, next one, I'm, I'm going to get him to use packing tape. All right, after <laughs> yeah. that, duct tape. After yeah. that, gaffer's tape. Ah, come on. You won't do it. Yeah, they'll do it. <laughs> Hey, we're doctors. We talk like this. Hey, <laughs> just a couple of Jersey doctors to get guys to tape their asses. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> so after- I didn't go to eight years of medical school <laughs> to be called Mister Guido. Vinny's doctor. Dr. Guido. Vinny's doctor shop. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny's doctor shop in Delhi. <laughs> you want a nice corned beef? Hey, oh, University of Hoboken. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, it came up on the show, and a lot of people wrote in with their own stories. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I don't know how I want to like. Does it not exist in Southern California and also Utah and also uh, Ohio, Illinois, the Everywhere Midwest? I've lived. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how oh, all li- of us are aware, of it, yeah. but maybe it's just people, younger people. Maybe it's a newfangled. I mean, I'm, cool, I'm aware like, of millennial ass worm. <laughs> right. I guess and I want to know how common is it. Is it seems pretty common. Like, is it inevitable that everyone who has kids in grade school is going to get it at some point, or is? Oh, it- also, you can be asymptomatic though. So, so if you just have like a a light smattering of worms, you, you might never resistant. know. That's yeah. why I want to just take the medicine. You, I just want to take it every, well, you every have two a, weeks. You have a, a worm couple in there, but they just can't conceive, so they're just in there. <laughs> sure, you yeah. know, just going through trying, a rough patch. <laughs> just trying. It's hard. It's hard to keep the romance yeah. alive oh, when I you're mean, an like, ass worm. No, I relate to them and their mm-hmm. their infertility. Mm-hmm. Infertile worms. Yeah. Or maybe they're an older worm couple. All the worms <laughs> have already left and they have empty colon syndrome. <laughs> uh, anyway, just thought I'd share that. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Fantastic. Never, ever I heard of it. I want it to be an thing. urban, like a really well orchestrated urban myth. Sounds like I don't think real. it is. Yeah, it seems but, pretty real. A doctor like a wrote it. But maybe it's just not yeah. as common as they're making it to be. How but, many people wrote in? But is it the kind of thing that if Three you wash your hands a That's lot... That's not that many. Then you're okay? Like if you wash your hands? or is Yes. It, okay. Yeah. And I'm someone... I do not religiously wash my hands all the time because I have very sensitive skin. And when it's in a lot of soap and water, my hands get irritated and start peeling. But <laughs> I am a, a real devoted hand washer now. Yeah. Yikes. Yes. If you constantly are washing your hands, then you'll wash the eggs off. So any of our listeners who have problems with OCD out there, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry about that. And, uh, just touch that what light switch a couple times yeah. before bed, too, while you're at it. <laughs> Can't uh, hurt. Um, All right. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Mr. Boinkity says, I miss the huge watermelons with seeds to spit. All the watermelons I see now are pipsqueaks, often without seeds. I don't know if... Hmm. Do they even sell seeded watermelons anymore? Is it all seedless? That's all I've seen in the last few years. I don't know. That's a good question. But seedless still have seeds. They're just little little white ones. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, yeah, I like a seedless watermelon. I mean, I understand there's a childhood fun to <laughs> spitting them out and no. collecting them and putting them in a little pile or whatever. Mm-mm. But uh, it's as far as, you know, 
Time to grow up, man. Yeah, hey, I'm mi- just going to talk to this guy. Have, have watermelons gotten smaller or have you gotten bigger? That's Sure. That's the real question, mm-hmm. right? Because like, things seemed huge as a kid, and then you grow up and you're like, oh, that's no, not that No, there's different kinds of watermelons. You can yeah. get the little mini sure. personal the ones, size. and those are adorable. And I've heard they're actually much more delicious than regular watermelons. But I've seen all kinds of watermelons. I just haven't seen a watermelon with seeds in probably a decade. How do seed, do the, those little seeds in seedless watermelons grow more watermelon? I don't know. Well, you're yeah. worried like maybe we're going to grow watermelons extinct. extinct. Well, I don't really <laughs> like watermelons. With, I down. actually, I don't like it either. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel likes it a lot. We'll but without kids. Yeah, it's a great treat. Without, there used to be a fruit called watermelon. <laughs> yeah. But they destroyed it. Yeah, but there's, well, there's one atop it the was citadel. Really, kind of disgusting. <laughs> and yeah, mealy. Yeah, mealy and um, yeah. And very rarely did it taste good. A bad yeah. watermelon is very bad. How do you feel about cucumber? Because to me, they're similar in that I don't like either of them. Yeah, my mom forced us to eat cucumbers growing up. That was like the vegetable she would cut up at every dinner, mm. and it was like you have to eat four slices of that, or you can't leave the table. So now oh, I, wow. I like hate. I don't ever want to eat. Them. Yeah, you never buy cucumbers. No. Yeah. No. I love a cuke. Love mm. a cuke. Really? Yeah. Get a little, just get a little salad base, arugula, baby kale, throw some cukes in there, you olive oil, should squeeze go. a lemon. That is a salad. You <laughs> should be going to these pop-up diners. Yeah. Not diners, dinners. As long as there's no mushrooms. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> That's where you draw the line. Yeah. Get you too far. Get you too far. I wish I had just... That's his, you know how on Twitter there's the at handle, then there's the other name. I wish I just said his other one because apparently my eyes aren't working. Says, hate when companies patronize or patronize with meaningless phrases. For example, featured items, signature crafted, etc. I don't yeah, know if I, I hate it. I sure. hate it. I think we, yeah, maybe we use crafted a little too much these days. I guess when like TGI Fridays has right. crafted cocktails. Artisanal. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I get that. Or everything's curated. Sure. Sure. Just sure. Catch an experience. Mm. It's a dining experience, a mm. shopping experience, a user's experience. Right. Ugh. It is technically though. It is, but that's not appealing to me. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to experience yeah, it's it. A, it's a shopping experience. Well, I want to shop. I don't necessarily want a shopping experience. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want the experience of shopping, but I don't want to actually shop. <laughs> I want none of them. I just want to order stuff online. <laughs> Can you shop without the experience of shopping? No, I yeah. think you're always shopping. Like I think if, you're some sort of experience. Like you don't know that you're shopping, maybe. Like you think you're doing something Oh, like else. a subliminal shopping? Right. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe we will... Maybe predictive software... Right, will get to a point to where Amazon Prime just kind of assumes that you need something or want it. <laughs> We're getting there, and then it just shows up a couple days later. Maybe that's not you a shopping well, experience. Well, like subscribe and save items. Sure. Oh yeah, mm, that's kind of mm. like that. We're there. Mm. Oh man, it's the like future. Black Mirror is a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> no one never needs to say that again. By the way, no one needs to say that out loud. I feel like I just I just read a tweet. Saying something to that effect. I know. People still say that. Mm. They say that's a documentary. They say Veep's a documentary. They say Idiocracy's a documentary. Oh, yeah. Stop. The point has been made. We get it. Stop. (laughs) Ray Morgan says, when I see TV ads for Tough Shed, my ears automatically hear Tough Shit. Mm. Nope. I haven't done that. that. Yeah. But now, this came up on the podcast that will be airing Monday. 
with Matt Myra and Dory Shafrir. I was not familiar with Tough Shed. Have you guys all heard of Tough Shed? Yeah. Oh, I've seen yeah. some Tough Shed commercials. Yeah. yeah. I'm into Shed. Comes and on during time. Bar Rescue a lot. It's oh, yeah. a good, good commercial to see during Bar Rescue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tough Shed. Well, and every time they say Tough Shed, I go, those don't look so tough. Yeah. Look, I could like take sheds. it. Yeah. I could kick that Shed's ass. Well, it's T-U-F-F. Strong, strong it's not, Storm's going to take that down. It's yeah. not tough like tough. It's just true. tough like a uh, tough of grass. Mm. No, it's not tough. Tough shed. <laughs> How great would that be a, when you don't have room for your tufts inside? Just All kinds of tufts. Where am tufts. I going to score these? Store these tufts <laughs> for the winter. Oh, yeah. I've got too many tufts. <laughs> Make a shed. Do you have too many tufts, Al? You're into sheds. <laughs> Super into sheds, absolutely. Cool. That yeah. does make to, you kind of sound like we, a serial killer. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah. who's into sheds? I don't know. It's like the stuff that you can store, like a riding lawnmower. That's in. true. That's sure. true. It's, it doesn't outdoor it's, it's, items. It's nowhere near your cars. You could just for the go garage. out and have a little private time. Yeah, come on. You could maybe put like a think. Yeah, like there. a drill press. I feel like I could make sure. something out in a shed. You know. Oh, so you, that's like a workspace for you. Your shed. Listen to each their own. Yeah, hmm. my sheds will be big enough. Big sheds, <laughs> she sheds. Remember that there was like a like a oh, what was that? Oh, yeah, few minutes sheds. where it's, women were right. turning sheds into her space. I didn't a know she about shed. That. It's the oh, yeah, it's, the, it's like a man the cave. analog to the man cave. Yeah, sure. A she yeah. shed, mm-hmm. man cave to she. What to goes a she on shed. in a she shed? Tapestries, pottery, and manicures. Colored lighting. Mm-hmm. That's where you bathe fight, during fight that club. time um, of month. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the Handmaid's Tale. If you just keep watching. All the, uh, the all the hot shed. bonnet ladies go out to ba- the she shed, bathe in pure rainwater, then <laughs> <laughs> farting, and farting always with feminine. Well, farting. it does. Definitely. You do fart more when you're in the she shed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Katie Shrum says, "More toe talk. Just mirror everyone. My big toes are the only ones that move independently. I'm sure the rest are hmm. just there for show." Jenna, you missed a lot of talk of toes. Daniel has been using his toes more lately. He says, "Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Try it. Yeah, to turn and run, and things like that. <laughs> Listen, if you're just if you're just standing movement. still or sitting, and then you just think like engage your toes. Yeah, I'm doing it now. It's fine. Yeah, then you're ready for I'm action. Kegels too while we're here. You're just ready. <laughs> you're more ready. Yeah. I'm just right. saying. I'm not a fan of feet. You yeah. will. Be. Oh, boy. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino just stopped. There was, a, there was an overwhelming <laughs> outpouring. Yeah. There was an overwhelming outpouring of support. I love this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. For toe This usage. was last week. Yeah. I listened to two weeks ago. Oh. I missed last week. Yeah. I catch all up. the toe talk. Yeah. Oh, geez. I feel like I'm motivating a whole group of people to. Use Just their be a, toes. a little bit better. You, yeah, well, you know. What are I thought? Maybe you were like sculpting with your toes. You're just like <laughs> wiggling your toes more. No, often. I like I said. They say you use only about ten percent of your toes. <laughs> you <laughs> so you can lose ten tr- percent of the toes you don't take. Right. Yeah, you do. So uh, if you just engage a little more, there's that quote. much more agility, that much more movement. I, dancers would probably really disagree with that. I feel I like, feel they're like using, dancers do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're using talk, all of their toes. Definitely. Yeah. Daniel, on your podcast, when you Toe talk. run out of... <laughs> call my brother. You should call her brother. Yeah. He's a professional dancer. He's a great True. chatter. He probably uses 110% of his toes. That's what I think. I doubt I'll have any competition if I have a podcast <laughs> only about toes. You. Quentin Tarantino just to log yeah. back on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a podcast for me. <laughs> He's already subscribed. Do we so all know that about Quentin because of the one story that was in? I don't know Gawker why I know Famer. that. I don't know why we know that there was a a woman who had a night with him and she talked about it. That's 
I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, you hear it and then you watch his movies, and there's yeah. always a shot of this feet. is. There's always a like, shot of a woman. This feet. is definitely directed by someone who's into feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. But I don't want to shame Quentin Tarantino. For Nothing wrong. Feet. You know what? Maybe we're celebrating it. We're celebrating it. Yeah. We're just razzing you, buddy. <laughs> Keep making. We love you, we love you QT. That have a lot of instances of the N word in them. <laughs> cool right. soundtracks. We love them. <laughs> Bruised by Dawn says, if I have to get up in the middle of the night, I keep one eye closed until I switch off the lights to preserve night vision. I don't do that. Who is going to attack you that you have to preserve night vision? I think she's talking about like just getting safely oh, from just the sa- bathroom. Okay. I feel like that's bed. like something a sniper would do. <laughs> right. right. That like, sounds super Preserve night vision. Yeah. So you know, like. Is she a sniper? Well, it's Bruised by Dawn and it's Oh, a yeah, Bruised. And he might be. Well, you know what? Then I take it back. Preserve the night vision. Yeah. And personally, I think women can be snipers. I don't know if that's what we were implying. <laughs> Thank you, because I was feeling that. Yeah. I was. Thank you. You can keep your sniping supplies in your she shed. <laughs> right. That's yeah. Where, totally. That's your where scopes, you would. Your rifle. Right. Sure, your, your camo. My jacket. pink scopes. Mm-hmm. My pink camo. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Camouflage snipers. yourself under your tufts. <laughs> snipers are supposed to camouflage, and women, they only wear pink, so they always that's stand true. out. I know. That's yeah. why you can't pink. do it. I've heard that about women. Yeah. The little Pac-Man bow sticks up. and (laughs) (laughs) Women all have a big bow in there. I've never met one. But they're great if you're hiding out in a bow factory. That's true. That's hugely. Yeah, that helps. I didn't even see the guy. Yeah. When did the thing start? Speaking of Pac-Man bows on the head, when did it start that all baby girls have big bows around their heads? And did Samantha wear those? Because I don't remember those from our time, but it seems like every... Female baby. It's when Etsy came around. Okay. I don't know if that's true. Are but you aware I, of this, Jordan? The way you know whether the baby's a girl or a boy is if it's a girl, it has a bow on its head. Yeah. And I feel like there's other seems ways. Seems a little on the nose. No, but Sam is constantly <laughs> confused. People never know. They, oh, your baby. People have called her a boy a lot of times because I do think there's this new standard of like, well, if you didn't put a bow in her right. hair, it's mm-hmm. a boy. And I do not mm-hmm. agree with this standard. Dr. Rosen got Scary fired because he, bat. because every baby <laughs> that came boy. out was like, it's a boy, there's no bow on its head. Yeah. <laughs> and then found out there's genitals. Yeah. That's another way. Wait, doctor, who's Dr. Rosen here? Uh, any more just me or everyone's? No, who did who were, I was just making it. Oh, okay. Uh, it just, I just was unsure because there's my dad a, who's Dr. Rosen. It's a fantastical story. Yeah. Right. It's a not fake real. doctor. There's no doctor who got right. fired because he was looking for bows on babies' heads to identify. The I was gender. just confused because there's also Dr. Rosen, the fertility doctor, and then there's me in this situation if I were. Doing, you probably should have picked a different last name. Yeah, because I, really, I, I, I really, can't get yes. past it. It's yeah, just really, really Ben has up. logic problems. Go <laughs> back to Mummy Summer. At least that makes sense. Make him a Jersey doctor. <laughs> hey, you don't wish the bow. Hey, is this a, is this a little paisan or a little If I were to cannoli. do it again, it was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> okay. Uh... Dave Cross says, Maori, Samoan, I know them just well enough to mix them up in an embarrassingly racist moment. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, is it racist? It's offensive it like because it if you say like, it's like saying, like, if you call a Puerto Rican, like, oh, you're Mexican. Like, no, I'm not Mexican. Like, because you're like changing their culture and their, right. their you know, yeah. culture. I understand so, that. But I think it's, I think Tonga, it's, I think it's, yeah, Samoa, I think it's fair to get. 
Yeah. You can you can shit on somebody a little bit for that, I think. Yeah. But not I mean, obviously. Nice, it's nice people Depends make on honest how mistakes. They, right, exactly. But, yeah. 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 But I bet they get it all the time and you just go like Probably a little I'm frustrating. Not yeah. I'm Tongan. It's a different you know, I get that where you'd be like, ugh. Yeah. It's like Alan is spelled with two L's and an A, not the other ways, you know? Al gets really up in arms about that. <laughs> yeah. He's always I, uh, mad about the way people spell yeah. his name. I yeah. got over that first grade. I, like, no. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but yes, I think that it would get annoying. Uh, and lastly, Katie Shrum says, when food is stuck between my back teeth, nothing else matters. I have to get it out yeah. now. So uncomfortable. The I would worst. say like any teeth. Yeah. Agreed. Doesn't just have to be the... Am I sitting in a Wendy fart again? Is she under me? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. There, yep, she is. Sitting in a Wendy <laughs> fart. Walked it back. Walked That's it so, back. It sounded quaint, though. It did. Like, kind like, of... Mm. Just relaxing in a Wendy fart. <laughs> yeah, like in a Wendy fart cloud. Mm. Yeah. It's... um. She's been doing this lately. She times it for the end of the podcast. Nice. Maybe it's, under her, your chair is her she shed. <laughs> Right. <laughs> her personal she shed. Oh, Wendy has a she shed. That's so cute. It also sounds like a um tongue twister. Oh yeah. Wendy has a she shed. She said yeah. By the she seashore. Yeah. Okay. This has been fun. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Wait a minute. I have a dog to talk about. <gasps> With talk this feminism now dog. every dog has to be a woman? <laughs> You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. You are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside. You come inside. Poop on your butt. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are. That's what you are. Kiara is a sweet, gentle shepherd hound mix that is looking for love. Up for adoption at Friends of the Animals Baton Rouge. Kiara loves people and wants to please. She has a playful, silly personality, but knows how to settle down when it's time. Kiara loves toys and playing with other pups. It's six months old. Oh, she's little. She's young. And a petite 22 pounds, pretty golden tan Kiara would be a wonderful companion. Don't pass Kiara by. She's a great dog, hoping to make her adopter very, very happy. She's super cute. Um, i trying to figure out what she, she's some kind of hound, is what it looks like to me. Um, and yes, shepherd hound mix. Um, if you want to know more about her, go to tinyurl.com slash adopt Kiara, K I A R A. Tinyurl.com slash adopt Kiara. Also, there'll be a link in the episode summary on my website, allisonrosen.com. Okay, Jeff, where can we go to find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram. Alan? Cleek Glorp. D Quants on the Snappy. <laughs> oh, God. Cleek Glorp. <laughs> <laughs> I am at the hashtag Al everywhere. Jenna? You can find me at Jenna Kim Jones, Twitter, Instagram. You can also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. And also, if you're looking for some comedy, or if you've never seen my comedy, I have a new special. It is out with the company VidAngel. Go to vidangel.com where you can stream it. And it is, so far, you guys have been really nice about it. Some of you have seen it. And I'm I'm excited about it. It looks really good. The production quality was way high. So anyway, check it out. Go to vidangel.com and you'll see it on there. And uh, it's called Jenna Kim Jones, Fun to Hug. 
<laughs> it's you it's true you are thank you mm-hmm. thank you and jordan uh i'm on twitter at jordan underscore morris uh i've got a podcast it's called jordan jesse go you can find that at maximumfun.org or in itunes uh, i'm a writer for at midnight that is on comedy central uh at a lot of different times check your local listings or the comedy central app and, uh, oh, hey, this might be cool that people can check out. Uh, I wrote a uh, TV pilot and did a uh, staged reading of it. And you can kind of listen to it in a little audio play format if you'd like. Uh, it's called Bubble. It's kind of a funny sci-fi thing with uh, monsters and jokes. Uh, let's see. What's the best way to find that? Uh, go to SoundCloud. And I think if you search for my name in SoundCloud. And it's also in the Jordan Jesse Go podcast feed. So two ways to check it out. There. Very cool. And follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Thank you guys so much. Listeners, thank you. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I said, Allison, a rose, and a homa, 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 home.